Have you ever sat down and thought that you were supposed to start a podcast? Have you ever wondered how you're going to do that and how that will work? Anchor.fm is the link where this podcast is recorded. It is so helpful, so easy to do. Now, come on, people. If I can do it, y'all can do it. I'm telling you what. So (laughs) go to anchor.fm, start your podcast, and follow what God is calling you to do. Hey guys, welcome to season six of the Anchor by the Sword podcast. I am so grateful to each and every one of you who have been tuning in to the freedom stories of the individuals who have graciously agreed to come on and share with each of you. So let's keep going. Season six starts now. Hey guys, welcome to episode 56 of the Anchor by the Sword podcast. I cannot wait for you guys to listen to this week's conversation with Benny Desharia. He was such a great guy. I never heard of him or never met him before we spoke. His agent reached out to me when I had just signed up to have a spot on podcast row at the NRB conference in Nashville. And so he's the first one I scheduled, first interview I did. And he was so encouraging. He was so uplifting. And his story, you guys, I really pray that you find encouragement and hope in his story. And he was the hype person I didn't know I needed. Because every time I would leave Podcast Row or come on to Podcast Row, I would see him. And he would ask me how I was doing. He would ask me how everything was going, how I felt about it. And he would just be so encouraging and tell me that I was doing a great job and tell me to keep going. And he said he was praying for me and it meant so much to me. And then we come, I come to find out that his birthday is on the same day as my dad's. So maybe that's why we clicked. But you will hear on this episode that there's quite a bit of background noise because we are on podcast row. But I felt that you guys could hear the conversation between he and I so good because we both had headphones on. So I'm hoping and praying that you guys find so much encouragement and hear about the love and the grace of our Lord through this conversation. God bless. Have a great week. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Anchor by the Sword podcast. I am so excited because I am at the NRB conference, which God knows I never thought I'd be here. And I am sitting here with Benny Deshara, and he is such a nice person. We've had great conversation offline, so let's take it online. Thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Can you tell my listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So um, I have a Christian rock band called Empowered, and um, we recently just released a a new record, Three Days, uh, which came after a traumatic brain injury, actually, so (laughs) that's kind of ironic, and uh, that kind of shows you that when God's got you, God's got you. Absolutely, yeah. So so our our mission going forward is just to have a party for Jesus from the stage and just point people to Him, so that's where we're at. I love it, and I love your um, website, Rockin' for Jesus. Yeah, thank you. It was pretty easy. You know, when we when we designed the website, we're uh-huh. like, you know, I needed something for everybody to remember fairly easy. Yeah. 
and and a buddy of mine was like doing web searches and he says uh-huh. hey when you sign stuff for people what do you put yeah on there and i'm like well i put rocking for jesus so it without the g yeah so he says let's see if that works so it's r-o-c-k-i-n the number four jesus Com. So it's really easy for people to find us, follow us, get in touch with us, and do all that stuff. So Awesome. Yeah, I'll be posting all that once we're done here with yeah, the show notes. Great. Awesome. So, again, thank you so much. Now let's talk about your freedom story. Let's talk about the events that brought you to your place of salvation. Yeah, and that's been a, that's been a bit. So I had a secular up in years mm-hmm. ago, like we were talking about before. When I had yes. hair, I had a lot. <laughs> so, and, and I saw things backstage that I never want my children to see. Yeah. Right. The alcohol is pretty rampant. Drugs are rampant. Mm-hmm. Infidelity is rampant. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you don't get involved with all that, but you look at that and you go, guys, y'all aren't even on a label. <laughs> and, but you're living like you are. What uh-huh. is that? And so right. it was it was just hard to fathom. So, you know, you do all that. Years go by. I went through a really bad divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, really bad. Did I mention really bad? It was yeah. really bad. So, so we did <laughs> that. And, you know, and then some, some years passed. Well, I had this lady. I was a floor manager for a Toyota dealership. Okay. Then. And this lady, I sold her her car and husband a truck and her daughter a car and she says didn't you say you had a rock band and I said yes I did and she's like you should come to our church because we have a great praise team and uh-huh. I'm thinking well, what kind of church are you and she says what are you talking about I'm like like I grew up Lutheran so okay. I just need to yes, know yes I know that I need I to know too. I need to know what and she goes oh no we're full just straight from the Bible we're yeah. just a Christian church and I was like I know who you people are. (laughs) I had this preconceived notion. Uh And so if I'm being honest with you, and that's Mm -hmm. what your podcast is. Absolutely. So so I lied for two months (laughs) when she would call me each week and say, I didn't see you in church. And I was like, I was busy. Yeah. And I wasn't. (laughs) So, so I went to an event and I heard some things with some foundational principles Mm -hmm. about Jesus believe it or not, at a business function. Wow. And so she calls me the next week and she says, hey, listen, I'm going to come pick you up Sunday. I said, okay. please do not. <laughs> and she says, are you going to lie to me again? Because I know you've been fibbing. And I said, Ooh. I'll meet you there. What time? And she goes, 9 o'clock. I said, I'll meet you. She said, I'm waiting out front. See, I was in church every Sunday of my life growing mm-hmm. up, right? Yes. Knew about Jesus, knew about God, knew that I could sing the New Testament to you, <laughs> right, all these kind of things. If I'd have died, I was going to hell because I did not have the personal relationship with Jesus. Right? Mm-hmm. I didn't have John 14, 6, right? No mm-hmm. one enters into the kingdom but through me. I did not have that. So I'm, <laughs> I'm driving towards the church uh-huh. in my little Toyota. And I hear this voice on my shoulder, what are you doing? And where are you going? Uh, you know what those people are? <laughs> it's spaghetti, spaghetti, and all this. And, you know, and I'm getting this in my head. Uh-huh. And it's the first time that I actually heard what Satan sounds like. Wow. So I get mad, mm-hmm. violently mad, and I start screaming him down. And I'm demanding seven times back everything he ever stole from me. I'm basically repeating what I heard at the business thing, right? <laughs> and, I'm, and, and, and I'm like, you're going to lose me today. And you know, you. and I'm crying. And I look at my speedometer, and I'm doing 80 and a 40. And wow. Like, Forgiveness. And so, so I get to church. The music is great. Uh-huh. 
there's an altar call, there's nine of us that go up, uh-huh. whatever, and I broke at the altar and met Jesus for real. I had four grown men crying with me, surrounding me, praying that day. Um, and it was a two-hour event for me at wow. church. And from that point on, every I mean, everything in my life went 180. Mm-hmm. Just entirely different. So it, wow. was, it was crazy. My family were like, oh, you're a Jesus freak. I'm like, well, you know what? I've been called a lot of things. I'll, I'm good with that. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yes. And, and, and that's my salvation story. That's awesome. And that took place in 95? In 1995. Wow. So the last song of our first record that we did in 2012 was 1995. It's my testimony to music. So. Oh, I love it. Yeah, mine was 1996. See? So We're yeah. close, close. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you so much for sharing that story. Yeah, no problem. Now let's talk about another aspect of your story. <laughs> <laughs> you had mentioned about a traumatic brain injury. Right. So let's go ahead and talk about what happened there. Yeah, that was six years ago. Man. Mm-hmm. So six years ago, I'm staying up late watching the news. We had a big election coming up, and I'm a politico, so I'm trying to find <laughs> out who lines up with me the most. Yeah. And, and I fell asleep on the sofa. Mm-hmm. So the next morning at 6.30, my alarm goes off, and my wife comes out of our bedroom holding the phone out to me. And so I remember standing up, uh-huh. and I've got a 20-minute blackout hole, wow. and I don't remember, like, anything. Wow. Anything, until I was standing next to my bed. So... My wife tells the neurosurgeons there was no water, no socks. I didn't slip, trip. I didn't catch myself when she handed me the phone I horizontal, and I hit the hardwood floors, the back of my head. I had a double fracture, double split fracture in the back of my head, a frontal lobe crush up front. So six years later, I have no smell and no taste. Wow. But everything else came back. But I see you more MRIs than I can tell you, mm-hmm. and so. I did all that in the hospital for three days. They released me to home because they said basically the brain shuts itself down to heal. Mm-hmm. And as we discussed a little bit before, probably the same. And so you're going to sleep a bunch. And it's yeah. another. So the first month, I think I slept 20 hours a day, something wow. like that. Every three hours, meds. Mm-hmm. I lost 30-something pounds that first month because I wasn't eating. I, just, I don't even remember mm-hmm. my children coming over. Wow. I don't remember any. And so it was, that was an awakening. And mm-hmm. so, and it could have gone the other way. I remember talking mm-hmm. to my wife. She would ask me questions, and I would say, "So, when you left, I looked at." And so, in other words, the words would enter my mind, uh-huh. and I would go, "Oh, those go together." Uh-huh. That's how I was speaking. Yeah. So I'm on a ceiling all the time, if you mm-hmm. can't tell already. And so, right? And I'm just all over the place. My wife loves when I'm sleeping because she gets a break. So, <laughs> so it's like that. And so they were scared. Like, is this the new Benny? Like, mm-hmm. is this what we're getting? Is this what's, what's up? Mm-hmm. And so um, slowly but surely started coming out of it. It was about a three to four month process to get completely out of it where I was able to drive again and do all those normal kind of things. So when people ask me, you know, is God in the miracle business? I said, pull out your phone and take a picture because I am one. Yes. So yes, the answer will be yes. 
Yes. So yes. That's, that's what happened. And then out of that came like the new record and everything else, which is a whole miracle in itself. So. <laughs> yeah, and it's a great record. Yeah, I listened to it last night, like I told you before, and yeah. I loved it. It's 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 just crazy. You know, the third song on that record is Jeremiah 2911. Mm-hmm. My favorite verse, uh-huh. by the way, of the yeah. entire Bible. It's the greatest promise that we can have, right? Mm-hmm. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a hope in the future. So in in the second month of my recovery, mm-hmm. I had a walker, a walker to get around the house. Yeah. Still hurts me out. And so <laughs> the, um, she was able to go to the store. Uh-huh. And in, a, in the afternoon, like when, as an artist, when you're writing music, right, the Holy Spirit will come on you and say, here's something run with that and yeah. create and so we run and we and we create yeah this afternoon in particular i heard it was i was the only one in the house but there was a man talking to me in my house heard yeah. his voice like i hear yours and i knew who it was mm-hmm. immediately i knew who it was because there was a peace i was scared to death but yeah. there was a peace to it uh-huh. and it was god and he told me he said benny i have huge and great plans for you coming out of this thing wow. so i did what anybody would do uh, like snot cried like a two-year-old <laughs> until I fell asleep. This yeah. happened a couple of days in a row, and then then I heard again, and he went biblical and said, Benjamin, I'm telling you, I have you. So I was like, Lord, I know what you're doing. 2911, Jeremiah, my favorite version of it. You're, re- you're affirming me mm-hmm. in the midst of this right. through that verse, right? That's yeah. awesome. And, and, and he says, listen, the next song you write for me will be titled Jeremiah 2911. Mm-hmm. And this is what I want. How I stepped into your life and saved it. People need to know by listening to the song that what I did for you, I can do for them mm-hmm. if they just press into it. Amen. And I'm like, wow. And when we do that song live, it's just it's just crazy. People feel it and animate. Because the beginning of the song is me, mm-hmm. right? But at some point it changes and it's God speaking directly to the listener mm-hmm. through the lyrics and it's just it's just powerful it's 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 an honor and a blessing to be able to do that mm-hmm. it just is that is awesome how long have you been in music since i was five i've been playing drums since i was five and mm-hmm. all through school i was a drumline captain then i then when i was 18 19 started writing mm-hmm. on keys so keys is my secondary i write on that do a little guitar but now in the band in the band so I founded the band and and I'm the front guy for the band so I do all the lead vocals and now I've just turned it over to my to my guys so mm-hmm. um, Shane's on guitar lead guitar Justin's on guitar Jeffrey's on bass mix on drums and and those guys are outstanding and mm-hmm. stellar and it's the band that God wanted put together. So we're mm-hmm. having a great time. We're having a party for Jesus from stage. That's hey, what we're that's doing. awesome. It is awesome. That's awesome. I love how God provided everything that you needed. That's right. Uh, right when you needed it. That's, that's right. That's a great testimony to him. And it's how, it's, it, it's how it happens. I think a lot of times, even as Christians, we we miss that. Yes. Right? We, we get comfortable in, in our own self where mm-hmm. we are. Right. And we miss these little miracles that God sets up before us every single day. You know it's mm-hmm. a miracle? You know what one miracle is? Us doing this. Yeah. Like right now. Oh, absolutely. It's just a God thing because mm-hmm. there's no other explanation for it. Right. And I think if people could get a hold of that, mm-hmm. we'd have a, a much better world. We'd have a much better world. Yeah. I 100% agree. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would have never been doing this a few years ago. No. So, just awesome. I'm so grateful to you. How do you see God doing work in you now? Like, how does he show himself to you now? He shows himself to me this way. So, you know, brain injury is my history, mm -hmm. right? Three and a half years ago, my wife has breast cancer mm -hmm. and has to have surgery for that. Mm -hmm. Full remission, everything's gone. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. But another thing, right? Yes. Then, then in October of 2020, my dad gets diagnosed with cancer nine days later in heaven. So, but the, but the, I'm ordained, so his nickname for me was Pastor Boy, which is kind of funny. And so, <laughs> and so the second to the last day of his life, we're having the talk, and I'm like, Dad, not only do you have a seat at the buffet table, you have a name tag set up, so I need you to tell me that you know where you know where you're going. And, and, and he goes, yes, Pastor Boy, I know where I'm going. I'm like, you know, it's a cute answer, and any other day would be great, but I need you to tell me. And he's like, Jesus died, he rose again, I'm going to heaven. And I said, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what the doctors tell you. Right. So so we we go through that and he passes. And my dad taught me integrity growing up and it was a big trauma. It was a loss, right? Right. You know, my daddy. So that was in October. Mm -hmm. And then so in November, I had to go meet Mikey, my producer, and we were doing the vocals for our Christmas song. We did We Three Kings. We did our version, which uh -huh. is just rocking. <laughs> and, and it's just, you know, big hallelujah chorus at the end. So we did that. And while we were there, Dad, didn't you say God said write a song? And I was like, <laughs> he did. And so the, so... So he and I worked on it, and the name of it is I'll Meet You There, his daddy song in parentheses, right? And the day after he passed, I went home and just was wrecked, mm -hmm. right? In, in mourning, like, just mourning. Mm -hmm. But ever since then, my M-O-U-R-N, I-N-G, hasn't translated over to every M-O-R-N. I mean, there's warning, but the, the verse about joy comes in the morning. Yes. Because my dad confessed that he knew where he was going, I know his address. Yes. Right? Yeah. He's in heaven. Mm -hmm. He's just waiting for me to get there. Right. And so there can be joy even in loss. And as Christians, are we supposed to experience loss? Well, Jesus wept. Right. So... But it wasn't an extended type that we're going to be crying tears of joy when we get oh, to heaven. I'm yes. just here to tell you. And so, yeah. so the song is basically written to bring people who have been through loss. And it may not be apparent. It could be loss of a job, loss mm -hmm. of a identity, anything. Mm -hmm. But it's, there's joy in it. Yes. when he's in it and, mm -hmm. and hopefully when people listen to that song that's what they get and we're pointing people to Jesus so regardless of the song that we're doing you know we're, we're wanting to point people to Jesus so we're mm -hmm. going to do a new record this summer so we're oh, excited awesome. about that oh I can't be, wait to hear it it's going to be awesome <laughs> what's it going to be called do you know yet I do so we're gonna, Yahweh Nisi okay in the, in the Hebrew for those who don't know means the Lord is my banner so I really believe like come there's a lot of stuff going on in the world and the mm -hmm. pandemic God knew it all yes I really think 2022 and moving forward there's going to be a huge time of revival oh, especially yes. in the United States mm -hmm. and in the world and right now God's kind of doing his own Verizon commercial right he's like <laughs> can you hear me now 
I'm about yes. to send my son, are you ready? Yeah. And he's looking for those of us who are willing to get out there and let people know this. And mm-hmm. so so the Lord is my banner, Yahweh Nisi, and so we're going to war for Jesus with this next one. So yes. it's going to be rowdy, righteous, and fun. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I've been a music person my whole life. I yeah. mean, my dad's been playing me music since I was a baby. Yeah, it's so powerful. I love it's, it. it. It's just powerful, powerful. Mm-hmm. I tell you, you know, when we used to have big crowds when I did the secular thing years yeah. ago, there's a great feeling. For people who perform, it's a thing. Yeah. It's, there's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. But now when we do it, having a Christian rock band and being saved, and I don't do the old stuff anymore, haven't since I got saved. Right. To see people's lives be impacted mm-hmm. and changed by using a gift that God gave to me mm-hmm. to be able to pen message to paper to music where it's relatable to people, mm-hmm. there is there is not an amount of money mm-hmm. that can replace when somebody comes up to us after a show and says, "Oh my goodness." This song spoke to me like mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, this song broke me like this, touched me like because you know that's not something that that's not something I can do as a man. Right. But it's something God can do using me mm-hmm. as a man. Right? Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. And it, it's it's just an awesome thing. Yeah. It's just awesome. So kind of loving what we're doing. I can tell. I can tell. It's it's um, for those of you who can't see. Obviously, it just shines through. And thanks for that. It's a, that, that's the best compliment that somebody could give. Right? <laughs> I see yeah. Jesus in you, and hopefully, that's what I, you know. I tell my wife all the time. I don't want to leave the kids Alexis. I don't want to leave them the house. I don't want to leave them money. Yeah. I don't want. I want to leave them legacy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just legacy of who they are being a creation of God, right? Yeah. And so that's, that's an important thing that I think we've gotten away from mm-hmm. a little bit. I think so. Yeah. And we need to get back to it quickly. And you're not the first one to mention revival that I've heard talking about 2022 being yeah. revival time. Yeah. So. You can see it on the wall. Oh, it's time. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's way past time. Yes, so. it is way past time, but it's now. <laughs> it is. So. So I know you talked about Jeremiah 29, 11. Yeah. Is there any other verses that have kept you anchored through everything that you've gone through? You know, you're not the first person who's interviewed me that's asked me that question. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and, and my answer kind of is the same. Uh-huh. There's so many verses yes. that we go through in life that mm-hmm. we get right and everything. And then there's, there's one that gets you. Yeah. I mean, just get you Mm -hmm. and so like I read through the Bible I'm still doing it now even I've read Uh through it several times every time I read through the Bible I get something new out of the same thing I've read Mm -hmm. crazy weird cool Mm -hmm. which is proof that it's the living word of God it speaks to you in your season Mm -hmm. and so but but Jeremiah 29 11 that promise in itself and then having survived what I've survived that's my go-to. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's my go-to. I mean, it, there's the, the other one is John 14, 6, mm-hmm. right, where Jesus says, no man enters the kingdom but through me. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that one's important. I was talking yes. to somebody the other day. I'm like, listen, if you're struggling with the Bible and understanding verses, this, that, and other, because as I read through the Bible, when I get the numbers, I go, <laughs> here we go again. Because of the names, right? And, yeah. the, and the genealogy, you know. And same but, with Leviticus, the law. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. And so 
but it's prudent to mm-hmm. do that so right. we understand our heritage because mm-hmm. it's our heritage written in the book. So you, know, you do that, but I, I just tell them all the time it's it's not rocket science, mm-hmm. right? It's 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 belief. Here's the thing: on my tombstone, mm-hmm. I'm going to have a start year mm-hmm. and an end year. Mm-hmm. Those have already been predetermined mm-hmm. by God. Right. As a matter of fact, everything in between has too. But on a tombstone, what do you see between the dates? You see the dash. Mm-hmm. And the dash represents your life. Mm-hmm. My judgment, whether or not I go to heaven or not, is determined by what I do with my dash. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. How I treat my wife, how I treat my kids, how many people I point to Christ. Am I upright in my character when I deal in business? All those things. Mm-hmm. How will if my dash is like really, really focused out front for me right now? Which is why I love what I do because not everybody can get on a stage, write and perform music. Not everybody can do that. Yeah. It's, it's a very small percentage of people who can do it. But I'm so blessed that he gave that mm-hmm. to me and especially original stuff. Right. And so... But the fact that we can bring joy to people by listening to what we do, and they can be excited. Listen, you do not have to be, or for your listeners, you do not have to be boring to be a Christian. I'm just saying Amen. it for the record. You don't have to be. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I don't want the world walking around going, well, if I have to be a miserable person like that because I'm a Christian, I don't want a part of that. What kind of light are we? Right. We're just not, right? Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be that burning flame where people, you don't even have to tell people you're a Christian. They should be able to look at you and go, wow, how different is that? I want right. what he's got. I right. want what she's got. Mm-hmm. And, and it prompts them to talk about it. And then guess what? God gives you then an opportunity to do so. Right. And all we have to do is follow through on that opportunity and just tell people what Jesus did for us. Mm-hmm. You don't have to convert people. You know why? Because you can't. Right. Nope. Only God can do that. Mm-hmm. And so it's really exciting right now. <laughs> so and, and, and it, it's, that's where this passion comes from. So mm-hmm. we're on a stage. I'm all over the place like I'm 12. And we're, and we're doing the thing. And people get into it. And, and all that. But you know what? David danced coming mm-hmm. back from war, right? Yeah. And so... There's, and he danced in that joy of the Lord, mm-hmm. and so because he is because he got victory. Right. We get victories in our life now, and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to do with battle—not physical battle like David <laughs> went through, right? Right. But we have battles. It can mm-hmm. be infidelity. It can be alcohol. It can be drugs. It can be I'm just stupid. It could be anything like that. Mm-hmm. But when we get that joy of the Lord, because we have victory in Him, even the rocks will cry out, right? So, yes. so we we just get out there and let people know, wow, what He did for me, He can do for you if you just press in. Yes. Yeah. Amen and amen. Yeah. I think that's a great way to end the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah, thanks for having me. This has yeah. been hoot. It has been a blast. So uh, how can people find you? Yeah, so our our, our website is pretty easy. Like I was saying, so R-O-C-K-I-N, the number four, Mm -hmm. Jesus. So Uh rockinforjesus.com. On Facebook, we're Empowered Rocks. On Instagram, we're Empowered Official. On YouTube, we're Empowered Official. And um, 
and they can they can reach us through the websites the easiest way. Awesome, and I will today or so that's whatever. Yeah, <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on today, and I know they'll be blessed by hearing your story. Yeah, thanks for having me again. God bless you. You too. Have a great week, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I pray that God taught you something through the story of the person you just listened to and that their encouragement really does have a positive influence on your day and on your walk with God. If this podcast has done that for you, please go leave a five-star rating and review over on Apple Podcasts and just let people know what this podcast has done for you so that they can direct other people to come listen. I really appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week. God bless and talk to you next week.